I was just Googling something this morning, and the thing that popped up completely surprised me. Do you want to know what it is? The thing that popped up was, how do I make my living room awkward? (laughs) Oh, I may have cried just a little bit because no one wants to make their living room awkward. I wonder if maybe it was, how do I make my living room less awkward? Or what do you do if you have an awkward living room shape? I can imagine that, but no one that, as far as I know, wants to make their living room awkward. And so (laughs) as we dive into today's know before you go, these are not designed to make your living room more awkward. They're actually designed to do the reverse, backwards, opposite. We, We want your living room or your home to flow. We want it to be a representation of you and your story and your style. We want it to be easy. And we want you to reduce your overwhelm when you're going out and choosing the things that you need or you want to upgrade. So are you ready for today's know before you go? Today, it's all about coffee tables. All right, grab a notebook, grab a pen. You're going to want to take a few notes before you go by your coffee table to make your room awkward. (laughs) Oh dear. Okay. Having too much fun already. I'll see you in a minute. Enjoy today's show. How many times have you found yourself at your favorite home decor store, browsing aimlessly for an item to spruce up your space just to bring it home and then not quite like it? Or find that your effort didn't pay off the way that you imagined? That rug you bought? Too big, too small, or too brown. And the curtains? We don't need to go there. Or maybe we do. In this new Tuesday Quick Tip series, Know Before You Go. Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with the babies meant budget. Like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget. And I learned a few things along the way. And made a few mistakes. So this mini series brought to you by all the mistakes I've made before. (laughs) And learned from so that I can bring you the quick tips for how you can know before you go. All right, friends, so we are in the market for coffee tables, and there are some things that you might need to know in order to make your hunt, your search for coffee tables, really a bit easier and a little bit more efficient. And and if you are on the hunt for a coffee table soon, I encourage you to start shopping pre-Black Friday sales, which, okay, can I just stop and just interject here for a second? I understand Black Friday. I understand Cyber Monday and I really, really, really love Shop Small Saturday. By the way, this is a quick shameless plug for any of you who have a local boutique nearby, a local downtown that has a thriving little shop small area. Go do that. Please go do that. It is such an honor for these little shop owners to have your business. Keep in mind that they are competing all the time, not just on that weekend, but they are competing all the time for your business compared to Amazon. A lot of these small shop owners are artisans. They are curators. They are creators. They are people, yes, just like me, who are trying to make a living in the world. And when you compete against Walmart, when you compete against Target and Amazon, it can be challenging. And you know, when you make a, a purchase at a small shop, you are you you literally are instigating and igniting a happy dance. <laughs> you are. There are times when I get the phone call from the person who's behind the the till at my shop, and they will say, "Oh, 
you know, something sold and I sell big furniture as well as little things. Oh, something sold. And I will grin ear to ear the rest of the afternoon. It is a work of love transforming these pieces into what I think are just magical ways to restore old pieces of furniture bring them into a little bit of um, current times. And it is so much fun to curate the look and the style and to present it to the client, the the shoppers, the customers in a way that, that tells a story. Yes, even I, as I'm getting my shop ready, tell a story. And not everyone likes my story. That's okay. Not everyone likes my style. That's absolutely okay. But I want to tell that story well so that it really draws people in who are gravitating towards it. Anyway, all that to say, that's my little tangent. I was not prepared to talk about that today, but I just want to say as the big shopping weekend approaches here in the United States, remember the small, the small shops. And remember, we literally do happy dances every time we make a sale and a sale that is significantly driving our bottom line forward. I don't know if that's the same at Walmart. I don't know if that's the same at Home Goods. <laughs> they're probably happy. I don't know that they're doing happy dances. <laughs> okay, but I I digress. And what I wanted to say is um, be mindful of, of um, Black Friday. There's going to be some really great sales for you to take advantage of and keep that in mind. As you listen to these tips for how to even choose a coffee table. So are you ready? The first thing that we need to do is to measure. Yes, you're probably going to hear me say this with absolutely everything. Measuring is really critical. Now, coffee tables come in standard heights. They're usually about 18 inches high. That's just a little bit lower than what the sofa seat would be or the, the armchair seat would be. And it's a little lower intentionally, but they're standard about 18 inches. So you don't need to worry about how high to measure it but you do need to worry or not worry. We don't want you to worry. We do need you to think about how wide it is and how much space you have in between the sofa and the coffee table and where that is in relation to your rug. Yes, we need to make sure that that puzzle piece fits together. Now, right now I'm going to stop and say, if you do not know what size of area rug to get for your, for your space, for your uh, living room, I want you to go back to episode 114 and I talk all about how to know what the the right size is and the tips for knowing before you go with area rugs. But with your coffee table, we want to make sure that first of all, your area rug is anchoring where it needs to be and that there's enough space for the diameter of your coffee table if it's round or the width of the coffee table if it's rectangular. So if the coffee table that you're wanting to get sits on the area rug that you have or that you're thinking about and you have enough space in between the couch and the coffee table and then there's just a little bit of area rug left over maybe eight inches from the coffee table edge to the edge of the area rug guess what something is missized either the coffee table that you're choosing is too big or the area rug is too small in my living room we have the area rug Um, We have a a sectional um, sofa, we have the coffee table, and then I have probably about 36 inches from the edge of the coffee table to the edge of the area rug. We don't have chairs on the opposite edge of the coffee table because it leads right to the fireplace. So that is enough space. But if it was six inches left of area rug, eight inches left, something would be amiss. Either the area rug is too small 
or the coffee table's too large. So be mindful of that. And one way you're going to know that is how much room you have from the sofa to the coffee table. You need to have about 18 inches. They say sometimes 12 to 18 inches. 12 feels a little bit short. If I'm trying to squeeze in to take a seat, I feel like I could bump my knee into the coffee table. I don't want to do that, but I do want to be able to comfortably sit down my water, sit down my coffee, or lean over and play a board game. So I do want to be mindful of being able to reach easily. So keep in mind around 18 inches is where the the edge of the coffee table should land um, in relation to the sofa. And then look. Now remember when we were talking about getting an area rug and we talked about grabbing your scarves, grabbing your jump rope, grabbing your blue tape, anything that you can do to mimic the size so that you can see literally how much space it's going to take up before you press go before you purchase. And I want you to do the same thing here. And if you're so inclined, what I would like you to do is not just put the outline down of how big the coffee table is, but I want you to fill the outline. Seriously, that coffee table is not going to be flat to the surface, just like the area rug is. It's going to, it's going to sit up a few inches. So do you have a laundry basket you can put in the area? Do you have a chair you can put in the area? Do you have a basket? Do you have something that you can fill that area just to get a visual of how big it's going to be, how much space it's going to take up, and how awkward it's going to be or not in order to walk around it to get in and out of your sofa. One other measurement we need to keep in mind is how long it's going to be, what ratio it's going to take up in relation to the width of your sofa. Generally speaking, If you have, let's say you have an 80 inch sofa, you want to not have anything larger than two thirds that width of the sofa. Now that's a really large coffee table, right? If I do the math, two thirds, wouldn't that be 60 inches? A 60 inch long rectangular coffee table. But that gives you an idea of the scale that you should be thinking about. If you had an 80 inch sofa, but you had a 20 inch coffee table, that's going to feel too small. So you want to have somewhere between um, half the width of the couch to two-thirds the width of the couch. Now, if you have a ginormous sectional, one of those monster couches that take up most of the room, you can probably have a pretty big coffee table. Okay, so size matters. But the second thing that you need to consider is the purpose of the coffee table itself. And you might think I'm being facetious in asking that question, but really, what are you using the coffee table for? What do you need it to do for you and your family? Do you need it to just be something that makes the middle of the area rug not feel so empty? Okay, great. We can style it in a pretty way. Do you need it to be someplace where you're, the people from your book club or your Bible study come over and they all put their tea down or their wine down so that you can have a nice cozy conversation and a place for their snacks? Do you need it to host family game night? Do you need it to be storage because you have teeny tiny humans running around and they have all kinds of stuff (laughs) and you need extra storage? Keep in mind what purpose you have or what you want the coffee table to do for your space and put your furniture to work if it needs to. When my kiddos were little, we wanted to make sure that we had storage area. And if it didn't necessarily fit in 
the coffee table if it didn't hinge open. Maybe it had baskets underneath it so that we could store beautifully their toys. We didn't have to have relegate them to upstairs in the playroom or downstairs in the playroom or wherever that the toy area was because I wanted to cohabitate with my kiddos, but I didn't want to see the clutter of all of the toys spilling out and about. Now, of course, we know that those ginormous ones for the teeny tiny little walkers, the teeny tiny little ones who have the big toys. Why is it, by the way, that the teeniest humans have the biggest toys? (laughs) Oh, that's funny. But you want to have storage space in order to hide that if you can. Nowadays, we use our coffee table for putting snacks down, movie snacks. We use it for having the pretty magazines and the basket and the flowers, but we also use it for game night. This is my very favorite purpose for the coffee table, where we take off the basket that has the pretty things and we lay down a fun game. My favorite, Skipbo. Getting my kids to play Skipbo with me though, now that is a different story. (laughs) And the third thing you want to think about before you go and purchase a coffee table is what material you want the coffee table to be made of. There are so many choices and this is an opportunity for you to use the coffee table as a way to either contrast purposefully with some of the stuff going on in the rest of the, the rest of your room or be an element that creates a cohesive feel. So how do you want it to look for you and what do you want that the material to do for you? Keep in mind, if you have a lot of wood tones, maybe going with wood is not the best choice. Or if you have a lot of wood tones and you have a white couch, but you really love the idea of a camel leather square kind of ottoman-like coffee table, maybe that leather is mimicking too much the wood tones and you need to actually go with fabric. Keep that in mind. It is something that's a little bit more nuanced, a little bit trickier, but Coffee tables are an opportunity for you to break free from the matchy-matchy. It doesn't have to be the set that comes with it, the ottoman that comes with it, for example. It can be something that contrasts nicely. Now, the other thing to think about is this. Oftentimes, we have choices, right? We can choose the shape of our coffee table. It can be square, it can be rectangle, it can be round, it can be oval. It can be lots of different shapes. But what I want you to think about is geometrically speaking, what are a lot of the furniture pieces in your room? Now, in my space, if I were to look at my my living room, I would see that I've got that big chaise lounge sofa, and that is like very geometrically rectangular. And then I have two armchairs, and those, they don't really have curvature to them. They are a little bit more rectangular. And then you've got the fireplace, rectangular. You've got the the desk area. We have a, a computer station in the living room that's rectangular. TV, rectangular. So there's a lot of boxy-boxy happening. So what contrasts with boxy-boxy rectangular shapes? Circles. Think about where you can bring in the contrast in terms of shape. Now, could I go with a rectangular coffee table? I probably could, but I'm intentionally looking at the geometric figures within my space and I'm specifically choosing one that contrasts with it so that my mind doesn't just see box, 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 box. And maybe now your eyes are open to it and you're going to start looking at your room in terms of uh, simple geometry. And if you haven't, I do want to encourage you to start viewing your space in those terms. It can really amplify and elevate the look of your space when you start just changing up the simple shapes. 
All right, friends, so to recap, three things that you should think about, actually, we'll turn it into four things you should think about before you go shopping the Black Friday sales and choosing your coffee table. The first thing is measurements. Measurements matter, and not just the size of the coffee table, but how far it's going to sit out in your area rug space, how big it is in relation to your sofa. Measurements matter. The second thing is to think about what you want it to do for you. Do you want it to just be a pretty piece of furniture or do you want it to work hard for you in terms of storage? The third thing is to think about the material you'd like it to be, using this as an opportunity to either bring a piece of cohesiveness to your space or intentional contrasting. And I'm challenging you to tip number four to think about it in terms of geometry. Is this an opportunity for you to break up the shapes that you have mainly inhabiting your space and do something a little different? All right, friends, I hope you found that helpful. And before we go, I do want to ask you, are you curious what Fig and Farm at Home is having as their Black Friday sale? Have you been eyeing a service or hoping that Design 101 pops back up again? Have you been browsing my online design academy and thinking, hmm, I kind of want to do that paint class, but maybe you're waiting for the opportunity to purchase during a sale? Okay, I have good news for you. This Friday, if you are on my newsletter list, you are going to be receiving a sneak peek at the Fig and Farm at Home Black Friday sale. I'm spilling the beans. And then next week on the podcast, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss out as I share what's happening at Fig and Farm at Home during Black Friday. All right, friends, you will find all kinds of links in the show notes. Go pop there if you want to browse any of the things I just mentioned. See if there's something you can put in your stocking a little early this year. Until next time, I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.